Section six of the Welsh and their literature by George Borrow. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Eric Metzler. Section six. David Ab Edmund was born at Pool Gwepra, in the parish of Hanmer, in Flintshire. He was the most skilful versifier of his time. He attended the Eisteddfod, or Congress, at Carmarthen, held under the auspices of Griffith Ab Nicholas and not only carried off the prize, but induced the Congress to sanction certain alterations in the poetical canons of Griffith ab Cunan, which he had very much at heart. There is a tradition that Griffith ab Nicholas commenced the business of the Congress by the following question. What is the cause, nature, and end of an Eisteddfod? No one appearing ready with an answer, Griffith said, Let the little man in the grey coat answer, whereupon David made the following reply, To remember what has been, to think of what is, and to judge about what shall be. Louis Glyncothy lived during the Wars of the Roses. He was barred to Jasper Earl of Pembroke, son of Owen Tudor and Catherine of France, and brother Uterin of Henry the Sixth. He followed his patron to the fatal Battle of Mortimer's Cross as a captain of foot, his pieces are mostly on the events of his time, and are full of curious historical information. Ewan Dilwyn was bard and friend of Rice ap Thomas, to whom he addressed a remarkable ode in stanzas of four lines on the principle of counterchange, by which any line in the quatrain may begin it. His friend and patron Rice ap Thomas was the grandson of that Griffith ap Nicholas who perished at the Battle of Mortimer's Cross fighting against Lancaster. Rice, however, when Richmond, the last hope of Lancaster, landed at Milford Haven, joined him at the head of all the Rices, and was the main cause of his eventually winning the crown. He was loaded with riches and honors by Henry the Seventh, and was an especial favorite with Henry the Eighth, who used to call him Father Priest, my trusty Welshman. He was a great warrior, a consummate courtier, and a very wise man. For whatever harm he might do to people, he never spoke ill of anybody. His tomb, bearing the sculptured figures of himself and wife, may be seen in the church of St. Peter, at Carmarthen. Sean Tudor was born about the middle of the sixteenth century. He had much wit and humor, but was very satirical. He wrote a bitter epigram on London, in which city, by the by, he had been most unmercifully fleeced. William Middleton was one of the sea captains of Queen Elizabeth. He translated the Psalms into several of the four-and-twenty measures, while commanding a ship of war in the West Indian seas. Tum Sean Cati lived in the days of James I. He was a sweet poet, but, start not, gentle reader, a ferocious robber. His cave amidst the wild hills between Tregaron and Brecknock is still pointed out by the neighboring rustics. In the middle of the seventeenth century was produced a singular little piece, author unknown. It is an englin or epigram of four lines on a spider, all in vowels. Oi will oi ewea oi oi wei ewea ewea ewea. I wei i o ye i a. 
a proest or kind of counterchange was eventually added to it by one gronwy owen so that the welsh now can say what perhaps no other nation can that they have a poem of eight lines in their language in which there is not a single consonant it is however necessary to state that in the welsh language there are seven vowels both w and y being considered and sounded as such the two parts may be thus rendered into english from out its womb it weaves with care its web beneath the roof its wintry web it spreadeth there wires of ice its woof and doth it weave against the wall thin ropes of ice on high and must its little liver all the wondrous stuff supply end of section six recording by eric metzler albuquerque new mexico united states of america